Welcome to a new outdoor podcast. I'm Carl. I'm Hunter with More Outdoors. Hey, Carl, we got a lot of things coming up, man. Yes, Tell we us do. About it. Yeah, let's, uh, yeah, we got a lot of things coming up. We got the New Outdoor Expo, February 18th through the 20th. Uh, we also had the Toys for Tots. Y'all make sure to bring some toys. Yeah, yeah we need we some need, toys. We need a whole bunch of toys. So, and that's going to be November 13th. Uh, if you haven't signed up already, you can sign up on the website at noeoutdoors.com, N-O-E, outdoors.com. Uh, it's 60 bucks to sign up for the tournament and bring two toys. Uh, we also have a crappy tournament this weekend for the North Georgia Crappy Trail. That is uh, November 6th. Uh, this weekend this so, weekend yeah, yeah i'm really yeah, looking forward weekend. to it it's gonna so, be fun guys everybody come out and and support that and i hope that i have a good showing and uh and i hope that and you know i can go away with a first uh, first place finish yeah you're fishing it right yeah yeah okay, I'm awesome. fishing. it's so. my uh one of my first times ever on oconee so yes yeah, so uh, i'm just gonna go do what i do and uh, shoot docks and and hope that they're there so. there you go well we also got a couple of guests with us today hunter who we have we have one of my best friends trey yeah, and I'm What's glad up, you're here, guys? man. How are y'all? We also have a hammer in the house. Hammer. Michael Ray. Hammer. Yep. So it's tell a, us a little bit about your year. How's everything been going? Uh, I'm Michael Ray, and uh, we've been having a good year this year. Uh, yeah, y'all was uh, Angler of the Year. Angler of the Year so. in the Noe Outdoors Thursday Night Series. Oh, that's yep. awesome. It's a great, that's uh, great tournament trail on Thursday nights, and uh, big three fish down in Altoona, and it's always fun and always lots of boats, thirty or forty boats about every time. Yeah, we get a good turnout on Thursday night. So it's always a good, uh, good money tournament. We won a lot of money and booted up our total for the year to seventy eight hundred and twenty six dollars. Wow. So far, stuff, with a man. couple of months. Yeah, yeah, that's, no that's a lot of money. I mean, yeah. I'd like to get that on Altoona. That's <laughs> yeah. That's so now, what uh, what is your biggest part on uh at my tournament? Biggest part? Yeah. Uh, I want to say nine something. Okay. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Second term of the year, uh, weed through all the uh, Altoona specials all <laughs> night long for the first four, <laughs> yeah. first three hours, and then in the last hour, I boated uh, three big fish. So uh, all at one time at the end. Oh, that's the, good. Heck yeah. First one. Sometimes it goes like that. By myself yeah. that night, and uh, they all just fell right in the net. And uh, I brought in some some sponsor swag for you guys yeah let's hear about your sponsors who we jack's, got jack's bait and tackle and jack. Jack. man miss kim miss kim miss uh, kim hunter knows hunter knows miss kim from the bait world they got the her, her thing is the live bait they got the best live bait in chattanooga they said. do they do if you're in but tennessee got, definitely uh, go by there and see them they've got lots of uh artificial lures and if they ain't got it i I guarantee you, Miss Kim will get it for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's out to please everybody. Okay? No, so that's doubt. a Jack's bait and tackle. Okay. Got y'all some overstock floors. All shows. right, overstock floors. Hey, appreciate floor. you. Look okay. at you. So, well, we appreciate you that. Know. Love the gray. So, Two locations: good. Calhoun and Cartersville. Okay. We got Jack shirt. <laughs> we got all kinds Man, of stuff look here. At this. Well, thank you. Uh, got you some. Thank you, uh, Michael. Bumper stickers also. Goodness gracious, she hooked you up. Look and, at uh, all this. And Miss Kim sent some cards. So if you need a card, which I know, Hunter, you probably don't. But oh, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, Overstock Floors, and uh, that, that's the company that I work for, and they also sponsor me in my fishing. And uh, we got two locations, Cartersville, 1331 Joe Frank Harris Parkway, and Calhoun, 402 Beamer Road. Come see us for all your flooring needs. We'll be glad to help you. All right. Well, I know I need some floors. I know that. <laughs> Come so. and see me. We'll help you out. Well, uh. Let's hear a little bit about you, Trey. Pretty local angler. Uh, been around these these local waters. Shoot, what? Ten years fishing with this guy. Um, mostly crappy. Um, 
bass fishing here and there, but yeah. we, we got really you've been fishing with Hunter for a while, huh? Oh man, yeah, long time. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's uh, you know, he he might not be fishing all the tournaments. He might not be out there on that scene, but. You take him, he, he can catch them. He definitely can. He went out with Michael one time, Michael. you know. Both uh, of these guys have been in my boat. Trey came to Gunnersville with us for our annual men's trip one year, and he uh, he had a ball catching uh, the frog fish. Oh, I, yeah. I had a ball just watching him. It's funner for me I'll, sometimes. Uh, I'll tell you guys something. That, that men's trip they take is something that you don't see very often anymore, um, something I think more guys should start getting involved with. Yeah, getting you a group up, taking a fishing trip. Yeah, that's always yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, fellowship. We have an annual camping trip. Yeah. We go on and we fish, and it's awesome. It is, it is, it's awesome. So uh, good, good food, catch big fish. That's all it's about, man. <laughs> and throw a frog all day food. long. So yeah. that's all we throw is that frog, and we love it. The guy that fishes with me now, he loves it. He he, he wish he could do that all the time. And like I said, Trey had a ball. Sometimes it's funner watching people catch fish than catching them yourself. And it was uh, yep. fun watching Trey. He he really caught them. Hunter there, he uh. Hunter's fished in my boat with me fishing for crappie. He actually cast his first check in a tournament fishing out of my boat. I yep. did, I yep. <laughs> in, yeah, a, in a Noe Outdoors tournament. Yes. Oh, it was one of my yep. tournaments. Which, which was. tournament was that? It was the first, the first Altoona crappie tournament. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know, we need to have more of those tournaments. You know, Noe Outdoors needs to do mm-hmm. more of the crappie tournaments. You know, we used to have a, a big tournament we put on, the Brim Blast. As a charity I've heard tournament. about that, yeah. Yeah, I need to get it back going. I miss doing that stuff. Uh, so, you know, I get caught up with these other, all the bass tournaments and stuff. So, right. I get caught up with that. But. but, you know, having a brim tournament or having a crappy tournament, you know, it, is, it, it gets out there to, you know, other people that want to, you know, uh, tackle another species, you know, yep. uh, the striper and, and the brim and the crappy. They don't get thought about a lot. So, yeah, uh, a true. lot of these bass guys go out there and. And they don't like chasing those species, so you know whenever we pull up and we can catch a good sack, you know, and show those bassers out there uh, what we're about, it feels good. <laughs> so yeah, I bet it does. Yeah, we went out today just some fishing with me and Hunter. We did, we did, yeah. and uh, you you actually beat me today, and um, yeah, well, so you you, you, know, you caught them good, you did. So. I, we both did great. I think we I may have tied up. Uh, we Ma- maybe. Hey, I appreciate I that. Did I'm glad I put you on them. That's all that matters. <laughs> you That's did, all you that did put me on them. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, Michael put me on the first time, man. I, I I learned a lot from you, so I appreciate mm-hmm. that. You're the one that really got got it going for me, you know. After I seen what you could do, and um, I appreciate that. I really do. You're a good fisherman. You're welcome. That's good to hear. Crappy's a different world, man. It, it is. is. It, 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 it is. is. It's, and so it's, many people, so many people have said stuff to me about you know crappy. Like, well, you know, they they think it ain't as big as the bass world. And I'm I'm here to tell you right now, I fish bass and I fish crappy. And it's a lot harder to win some of the crappy tournaments yep, I fish yep. in than it is to win some of the bass tournaments. That's uh, true. I mean, some really good anglers out there, Scott Bunch and Neil Alvis, they fish against me several times a year, and everybody that knows anything about crappy probably know those two names because those guys right there, they show up at Crappy USA against 100 boats, and those are your top guys. They're going to win. <laughs> if they don't win, they're they're going to be right there with you because they're two top-notch crappy anglers as well as many other ones. Uh, they do use live scope now, but – I guarantee you those guys don't need it, and that's one of the things I pride myself on. I'm not actually even a graph fisherman guy, and if you see me bass fish or if you've ever fished in my boat, I never look at a graph I'm with you there. bass fishing. Yep. He does. I use GPS only for bass fishing, and I just go with what I know. Uh, sometimes I look for bait, but when it comes to crappy fishing, 
I use side imaging, and I, and like yep. Hunter said, I shoot docks 99% of the time, and I may fish a brush pile or two, but that side imaging on docks is what I use, <laughs> and I just scan them <laughs> if they're there, and and sometimes if I know there's I've caught fish on that dock and I scan it and I don't see it because I'm not graded at electronics. I still will fish that dock and see if I can get a thump under there anyway. Mm -hmm. We yeah. always go after that thump. And once you find Chase. that thump, you found them all. So and that's right. It's that's all right. about picking That's what happened them. today. We found that thump. We did. A couple of docks, yeah. got them, and there's a couple of them we didn't get them. So. I know. You're right. <laughs> but uh, And that's how it goes. So you just keep on dropping and keep on shooting. A little airstrike here and there, but yeah. no big yeah. deal. But yeah. with the lures that he's sponsored by, sometimes you know whenever you're fishing for these crappy your jig gets pulled down with the ones he uses i'm telling you guys you can fish all day long and sometimes you don't even go through one or two of them uh you know they're really durable uh tell us a little bit about your uh sponsors well, i'm not, I'm not actually sponsored with lurches lures i'm okay jack's bait and tackle sponsor me and i get my lurches lures through them but okay. i do know go the see guy Ms. Kim. Go i do know the guy personally miss kim keeps a large selection of lurches lures and uh lurch was in there the other day he's actually working on a couple of new colors for me right now he's a great guy he'll be at the show on february 18th or the every day of the show um in february but he's a great guy he makes a good bait and uh you know it's always better to buy local but especially when you can buy local and the baits are better i i don't particularly I, when it comes to crappy fishing that's what i use uh, my lure selection i've learned a lot over the years and as we get into the show talking about tournaments and stuff the one thing i will tell you is uh when i first started tournament fishing i would go out and buy stuff because it was on sale or buy different baits and try them i learned a long time ago that that's not the way to do and i was wasting my money if you uh look at my pegboard fishing room at home now instead of seeing three thousand different baits you will see the same bait and about 10 of each one hanging on my wall. And that's the way I do it. When it comes to that time of year, I know what baits yep. I use, and yep. I've got 10 of them. I use a spook. I still use the Hedden one-knocker spook. I don't use any of the other stuff, sexy dog, all that stuff. I may throw one every once in a while if I, can't, if I don't have the spooks. But you look on my wall, and you'll see a bone spook. You'll see 20 of the same one. Right. And you'll look yep. at my crankbaits, and you'll see 20 of the same one. And uh, that's just what I do. And, confidence uh, baits. If, yeah. it, you, it, it works. And, and it works. Right, right. And, and confidence, yeah. confidence is 99% of fishing, period. 1% is actually execution, but 99%. If you don't have confidence, if you don't show up to these tournaments of Carl's on the three fish, I show up with a go every week, and that was to catch six pounds on Altoona. If I could catch six mm -hmm. pounds in three fish, I knew I had a good shot of winning money. Mm -hmm. And uh, – that's just the difference, and I showed up every week knowing that I could do it if I did the right things. And some weeks you'd show up and you'd catch 40 fish that was 12 inches, and, and they all looked like twins, and then you, we'd get lucky and catch three good ones at the end, or you start out and you catch a, a two-pounder to start with, and then you just know you got to find them. But you got to believe that you can find them and execute. And a uh, good bit of the partner uh, – partner plays a big part, too. you got to have a guy in the boat with you that you can rely on uh, – my partner, he's excellent. He just show, he just says he's there to throw the net on them. That's all he's there for. He's like, <laughs> yeah. You catch them, I throw the net on them. But that, it don't always work out that way. He, you know, some he catches nights, them too, don't Some he? nights I, I won't catch any of the three keepers. You know, he catches them all, and that's fine with me. I don't care who catches them. As long as, as, long as, right, right. as, long as we get them in the boat. Yeah, as long right. as you got good chemistry. That's what that's it's about. Right. That's yep. what it takes. That's a, it takes chemistry. I fished with a lot of different people over time and finally settled in because, trust me, it, it ain't, you don't, you're not always going to win. And you got to work for it if you want to win. And uh, 
finally it's paid off for me. We've had a great year. And just like Trey was talking about with the fishing at Gunnersville, we went to Gunnersville and we fished hard all day long. And, uh, <laughs> and you got to stick with it. And then when I fish Gunnersville in certain months, I don't fit, fish. I don't throw but one bait. I throw a frog, and that's my live by and die. Sweating. And, uh, I threw it all Wore day out. long. Yeah. Can't hold your arm. Oh, up it's no more. T- it's tough, and it's a uh, it it's pain. It it works on your body. But I threw that frog all day long, and Brian could tell you this as well. He didn't get a bite all day, and I caught three. I had three bites, and those three fish won us that three fish tournament. That's so right. you you just that's never tough. know. It got it. Fishing's a different story every time you go, but you, without the confidence, you might as well not even go. You stay at home in the bed. That's right. It's all, it is all. It's all about confidence. You yep. got to have confidence. And you know, and talking about tournaments, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Is a, a lot of tournament fishing. So, um, and you, do you guys fish tournaments together? You and we fished uh, a couple. Trey? We fished a couple. Yeah. Um, you know, My work schedule, man. Yeah, it, make it, it tough. it's hit or miss if I can attend, but every chance I get, we got to quit our jobs. I know. We got to do this full time. <laughs> Work's starting to slow down a little bit, to. so yeah. I can but. get on the water more with him. There you go. You know, well, uh, that's the good I'm, thing. You got so many tournaments. I'm sorry, Hunter. No, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, you got so many tournaments. You know, you fish during the day. You got yep. tournaments like Carl's in the evenings where you can show up and fish in the evenings, you know. And yeah. Then, and then the guys that can't fish in the evenings, you show up on Saturdays, you can fish yep. Saturday tournaments. So there's yeah. pretty much tournaments all the time, and sometimes. Too many times. Yeah, I would say, yeah, too many. I, I would say that. There's too many tournaments on certain lakes. So, uh, but yeah, getting into tournaments, let's talk about a little bit about if you're a beginner into tournaments. What, what, what advice would you give a beginner? Slow uh, down. Slow, hey, that's a good slow one. Slow down. down. Slow down don't is a let good the, one. Don't let the money factor or the pressure get to you. Just yeah. slow down, take your time. I learned that um, fishing the, the charity tournament for the high school fishing teams couple weeks yeah. ago just slow down go back to what you know works and do your thing and just catch fish it goes back to the confidence yeah. thing man exactly make, make, it really does go to the baits you know you know you can catch fish on Put fish what boat. you know man, it so. looks like you've learned a lot from me kind of sort of just a little bit man <laughs> yeah. just a little bit well, yeah if you if you think you're going too slow a lot of times you gotta even slow go down. slower yep. and that's uh true in the crappy world especially mm-hmm. uh, it really is i mean I've today heard that a million really times if you think you're going yeah. too slow slow i slow can't down tell you how many times that man's got on to me about slowing down yeah going for sure you know, go 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 whenever the temperature gets low you know and the temperature the temps you know get below 50 you really want to slow it down because yeah. those fish are going to get lethargic but also that's whenever you can catch them because they're going to stack up and whenever they stack up you can really target them and, and catch them good. So slow down. Slow yep. down. I mean, that really does work. So I used to fish fast. That's all I did. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, Man, I, I, I couldn't do that slow sauce. I can't do this. I can't do this. And I finally, I was like, you know what? Slow, yep. slow, slow. What got me doing it is I just took a shaky head. Real light shaky. That's all mm-hmm. I take on the boat. And uh, you had to go slow with that. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, don't, it has to stay on the bottom. So I love shaky head. Oh, uh, I did. Uh, yeah, it's that's a shaky head, man. Yeah. I mean, I fish. I guess I fish. I kind of got rid of the shaky head for the Ned rig, but I, I really like that Ned rig. So, and this Ned rig gets eight, you know, it, it, it does, it does. So. especially on Altoona. I might have caught one or two on. Ned rig. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, not so, you. But, uh, I, they like that profile bait. They really do. They really do. But yeah, about tournaments, you know, I, I in my end where when I host tournaments, some things I see is new guys coming in and they they don't realize things like a tournament bag you know bringing in a tournament bag yep. those are so important you need that now we always have them at our tournament we have we have a stack of them so even even people that fish them every week still forget a bag or lose a bag every now and then so uh but uh, what are some other tips for for let's say at the ramp type stuff 
you know, uh, make sure to uh, charge your batteries um, oh, yeah, yeah. before charge the tournament. Batteries. Because if you get out there and you don't have electronics or you don't have your trolling motor, um, you know, this is for a novice, you know, that, that's just starting up. You know, make sure to charge your batteries, um, you know, go over your graphs, make sure you have a game plan going into the tournament. Um, you know, you can always use a, Na a Navionics app and uh, pull up the, uh, you know, pull up the lake and, and go over the lake and, and get a game plan. So. Yeah. So. Put the plug on your keys to the boat. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a good one. So good my, one. my before brother, you leave the house, yeah. my brother he forgot his plug one time. Find and out how to attach your plug to <laughs> your key. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he I never forget. I looked over and Timmy was in the water. I was like, "What are you doing in the water?" He's like, "I forgot to put the plug in." He was swimming, yeah. putting the plug in. Always <laughs> so, happens in the winter time. Too. Yeah. It does. Yeah. That, I think that was like November last year. He did that. So. Swimming with all your just, clothes on. It's just all simple stuff that, yeah. you know, you think is routine that you don't think about until you well, screw you know, up and get so, there and you're like. So well, you get times, there and you get excited. Yeah, you, exactly. Yep. They get excited, you know, and like my tournament, you know, 530, sometimes some guys are rushed to get there, yep. you know, and you get there and you're hurrying up, put the boat in the water. Uh, let's get going. You forget things like that. Yep. So, and people, you know, you say a novice about the batteries. I mean, I've seen, I mean. People life. that fish every week yeah. to get to charge the batteries. Mm -hmm. It's or, just, you know, you get caught up with life and you just yeah. don't think about it. And so, and you just have a game plan going into the tournament. Yeah, absolutely. The simple stuff, like we were saying, life jackets, pliers. Yes. Yeah. Pli pliers for sure. Pliers. Especially, especially if you're using treble hooks. You get out there using treble hooks, top water, crankbaits, and you, uh, especially places like Altona and Lanier because you, those little spots. Huh. They, yeah. they will stick those hooks in your hands quick if you're not using pliers they and will. just trying to take it out. Yeah. It's always a good idea to have pliers. You know, you're talking about having pliers on the boat. That's definitely a good thing to have. Yep. Uh, another thing is scissors or clippers. I mean, Michael, you're wearing clippers right now around your neck. Uh, yeah, and uh, not just any clippers. This is Ben Green Insurance. He hands these out at tournaments so he can get the word out on his insurance company. Yep. And uh, the thing about Ben Green Insurance is so great is it's not like State Farm and other companies – He's a fisherman, an avid fisherman, and he knows he knows about the money we've got in our tackle. He knows about the money we've got in our rods. So he covers uh, the rods. Okay. He covers anything that's in your boat. So uh, look look up Ben Green Insurance. It's a, it's a real good company. Check them out. Absolutely it is. Cut down on time. What about like a culling system for your live well? Yeah. Yeah. Just culling system cut, for the live well. Cut down on time. You know, you sit there. You and can you'll sit know there. exactly what you got. Yeah, you can sit exactly. there and mess with them for mm -hmm. a minute or two before you can get them out. You know so. which one you put on which tag. Yeah. Make sure your live well works. <laughs> That's big. Yeah, make sure your live well works. <laughs> you got to go back yeah. to the ramp with some fish. So. Yeah, yeah. talking about that, you know, what do you use any kind of additives? Well, you know, you always want to clean it real good. And then we have some stuff at work that we use. But uh, Where do you um, work at? I work at the dugout bait and tackle. Um, okay. I appreciate Jamie for all he does for me. Uh, but we have some additives there that we use. Uh, um, also, you can use um, – what's the – I don't know, but I, I use no. G-Juice. In the summer when the water temps are up, the G-Juice is really good. Uh, with that Avid, I don't have to worry about G-Juice because that, that, that live well keeps them alive no matter what temperature it is. But <laughs> Does it? G-Juice is good stuff. Do you put ice in your live well in the summer? I, I don't. You don't? Mm -mm. Oh, well. No, I, that, the Avid, it's, it's got the best live well. I, the, I've owned many boats, and the, the way the system is with the Avid, it, it really keeps them alive. The other day, uh, you know, the water temperature is dropping a little bit now, but uh, I caught the biggest fish I've ever caught in a tournament. 
I've caught bigger fish, but not in a tournament. I weighed in a six-six largemouth that I caught on top water. Oof. So I caught it first thing in the morning Oof. last week at the River Park Bass Fishing Club uh, tournaments. I caught a six-six first thing in the morning on top water, and I put that fish in the live well, and uh, you know, fish that big. You just hope. That, and he was uh, especially at the he first was just as good. Oh, yeah. He was just as good and and mad as he was when I put him in there when I weighed him in at one o'clock. So. I do get a good live Shoot, well. yeah. That's Can't nice. beat that. And what kind of boat was that again? Uh, it's an Avid. I ain't seen okay. many of them around here, but uh, I, I seen a local dealer got in a couple this week. So uh, Dalton Boats and Motors has actually got a couple in stock. I've not seen anybody with an Avid out on the water besides myself. Yeah. Uh, That's a nice boat. It is a nice boat. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Really nice boat. I love it. It's definitely top-of-the-line aluminum boat. And uh, if you uh, got any questions about the performances, just watch the video that uh, – Carl posted up from his Thursday nights when I leave all the fiberglass guys with the two pictures. I did get that drum footage. You blew them away. You did blow them away. I, I, I do admit that. So. They might catch me down the lake, but they uh, on that whole shot, out, out whole the shot, hole, yeah. they, they, no it. question. So. That uh, Yamaha show does some work out of the hole. <laughs> yeah. So, Hunter, how long have you been into uh, tournament fishing? Last couple of years, I jumped on the scene. Uh, like I said earlier, I fished with Michael a couple of years ago, and and we caught them real good. Yeah, um, one of my that was one of my tournaments, right? Yeah, we ended up getting in the money, and and uh, Michael, tell us a little bit about that. Well, it, uh, what happens a lot of times with tournaments is you go pre-fish and you'll be on something, and I was on a pattern that was just absolutely great, and we could have had a big sack. We could probably had a ten pounds easily. I was catching a lot of two pound plus crappie, and uh, it had worked for two or three days straight, and then a big storm blew in the night before, messed up the whole pattern. We couldn't catch anything that way, but luckily. Uh, Hunter was able to put up, put together something that a different technique that was similar to the same areas, but it was a different technique, and uh, we ended up catching enough weight to finish in the money. So turned out all right, but yeah, it turned out pretty good, I'd say. Yeah. So you know, and another thing about you know getting into tournament fishing, I mean, you can meet a lot of a lot of cool people. I mean, I met yeah. Hunter. I mean, I guess I put I put that tournament on. I didn't know you beforehand. No, you know, and, I went to the tournament and looking to go and meet some people and and show my technique off and. Uh, and I'm glad that I ran into these guys and then uh, brought Trey on the scene. And so I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to this season coming up, meeting even more people, yep. going to states that I've never been to. You know, I'm looking forward to that. Trying to, that's what I'm excited about, too. Yeah, that, that's fun. You know, I mean, I, I never – that's where I met Michael at. Was that the tournament? So he came out of mine? That's where I've met all these guys at. I've met a lot of great people through fishing. Yeah, people some of my I best friends are from, from fishing tournaments and stuff. Yeah, going doesn't. back to our men's trip again, uh, those guys, you know, that's great friends. I've met through fishing. A few of them I knew before that we put it together, but we just lost uh, Jamie Collette, who yep. goes with us every year, oh, uh, passed away. And uh, this Saturday, November the 6th, at Neely Henry, they're throwing a tournament fish for Jamie. So uh, me and my partner will definitely be there. And if, you, if you're around that area or you just want to fish, and yeah, come out check and fish that the out. fish for Jamie. That's yeah, awesome. You are doing that, that for yeah, him. It is. So... What uh, anyway? What was that date again? November sixth. November sixth. Okay. Well, y'all go check that out if y'all around that area. So, but uh, so you're gonna go down to the Oconee uh, tournament this weekend, right, Hunter? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, uh, there's a good showing. Um, uh, y'all come out there uh, November sixth this weekend. Um, hopefully, we can put a good pattern together. Um, the weather's yeah setting up right. Um, I'm gonna go and shoot docks, and uh, hopefully they're there. I'm looking for that thump. So. Hopefully I can put together 10 pounds or more. Yeah, have you ever uh, have you ever fished Oconee? 
Um, I've fished it a couple times with my dad, but I haven't oh, fished it lately. Though. So what I did is, uh, you know, a lot of guys out there, if you're trying to get a game plan together, um, you can hop on the Navionics app. Uh, they're going to show you everything. Um, also, you can hop on YouTube videos like I did and, and look up stuff. Um, so you can find a lot of tips and see a lot of fishermen that are fishing um, on that lake. You know, even the last video that I watched was from uh, November. And so, uh, you know, I, they were really catching them good uh, then. So um, yeah. what uh, what do you think? What? Well, what I would do, I mean, if I never fished the lake before, and I, I've been, I've never went crappy fishing at Oconee. Right. I only went bass fishing. Okay. Uh, but if I was going to go out there, I mean, I would, I would get on Google Maps. Yep. Uh, look at my Nevionics. Yep. I'd look at that, and just find some places I think crappy would key in on, and you know, docks. Check out some docks. Definitely YouTube videos. I mean, that's. I think everybody does that. You right. got to go on yeah. YouTube, see what's going on. Look at any local fishing report you can find, uh, and I look back years back i mean i just keep looking back you know uh just check it all out all the information i can get yep so what about you michael what uh, if you went to a lake you've never been to before well when you talk about years that's something i do I, I keep a log i keep a log of water temperature time of year places i called them um that's just something that you can do and it really helps a lot of times and then you then you get weather change some years and and the weather's nowhere close to what it was and it messes you up a little bit and then it, <laughs> Same bite that you was been on pre- previous three years. Maybe you don't get it that year, but a lot of times it comes in handy, and and you can use it with the baits and the water temperature and all that good stuff. That's a uh, something really important for tournament fishermen, no matter what the target species is. Uh, there, there's so many things that key into this tournament fishing, and and there's some other keys. And the tournament fishing's grew so much in the last couple of years, especially because of the high school. The way yeah, it is now. Yep. It used to not be high school fishing. Now. And social media. Social media. Social media in high fishing. school. Yeah. I wish they had yeah. tournament fishing when I was in high you, school. You're not kidding. For the school. I, that would have been, I, I would I would have loved that. Right. That's the only way I would have got a scholarship. <laughs> yeah. I like because it keeps a lot of these kids out of trouble now. It That's really true. does. It gives them something That's to do, true. man. It really does. Right. Put, Put it on their hand. hand. These kids come into the school fishing, and uh, a lot of them, you know, their parents fish, and they want to get them into it. And it's good that they can be out there with their dad or, or whoever, you know, and spend time with them. And anytime you can compete in sports with your with your parents, I mean, that's a, that's a, always good no matter what sport. I've always I've watched people, you know, and I've seen dad and sons play on the same ball teams and fishing together. It's always a good thing, and it gives them that time. Uh, Mama don't mind Daddy being out fishing as much when he's when he's with his yeah exactly. But one, if I could give advice to the kids, I mean, you, you see kids approach everything just like all sports. Uh, don't go out there and think just because you catch them in Granddaddy's pond and wear them out, you're gonna go to a lake and you're gonna wear them out. Absolutely and get not. Discouraged I got my gone. reality checked that way. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Take one trip to Altoona. You get humbled <laughs> real quick. <laughs> yeah, Most humbling body of water. You can yeah, it's not gonna happen. Which, but you say Altoona and people call it the Dead they Sea. Do, Altoona is anything but the Dead Sea. It really is. Yep. A lot. No, catching size at Altoona is a is a. Uh, it's, a it's difficult. Right. Yeah, it is. That that's what makes the that's what separates the men's from the boys. And you got to key yep. in on big fish and all all that you can do there and anywhere else is time you've got to spend time on learning what you need to know learn every time you fish learn something i'm i'm 41 years old and i still learn something every time i fish uh something that i believe helped me as an angler where i am today is from fishing so many different angles that i've fished i fished clubs i fished with big shanty bass masters i fished with north georgia bass anglers northwest georgia bass anglers and uh, i fished it as a co-angler to start with 
and I learned something from everybody yep. I fished with. You call the guy a week in advance, he tells you what he's going to do. You try to do the best you can. But use you the also baits take he's using. Baits too. Because yeah. you may be used yeah. to fishing shallow water, and this guy may want to fish 60 foot or deeper. Mm-hmm. It happened to me at Altona. A guy never was in nothing more shallow than 40 foot of water. And, and, uh, good Lord. Yeah, I didn't tough have a good day, I but I, that. <laughs> I tried to do and And I learned from some older guys, and there was this one particular guy. He would go to one spot every time he fished. He would not leave that spot. He would sit there for the whole tournament and fish that spot, and he always had a limit. But you had to have patience. He had it. He'd sit there and he he talk about fishing did. slow. Yeah, slow. He may not always won tournaments, but he always had a limit, and that's that's the first thing you really want to do. Yep. You, you want depending on how the points go in these series, you really want to pay attention to what you need to key in on. Uh, having a limit that's big. If you can have a limit at every tournament you fish, that that's a goal. Uh, yep. Because yep. I uh, started out fishing ba- bass. I did not have a limit as a cow angler, hardly. You're trying to go after that big fish. And then I finally got in the back of a boat and uh, at Chickamauga, I actually won my first tournament at Chickamauga and and we fished school and fish all day and I just got lucky and and won the co-angler side of it. We we didn't move that day. We just fished, this fish schooled all day. They they came to us. We didn't have to go to them. But uh, the the angler that I was fishing with, he didn't weigh a keeper. So I won out of the back of his boat. He didn't weigh a keeper. Um, but just just stuff like that. Like I fished this uh, aluminum fishing series, and the difference between if you signed up to fish and you actually fished, but you didn't weigh in fish, you what you got fifty points. Okay. Well, there's a big difference between that and if you catch your first keeper. If you caught your first keeper, then there was first place that started at a hundred and it went down two points per place. So say you finished tenth place, you still got enough points to compete. And that's all you had to do. So when we showed up, our first thing me and brian brian and i we would want to keep a catch a keeper fish because that's the difference between 40 points yep. that's the difference between 50 and 90 so get a keeper in the boat and then from there try to get a limit and and getting a limit's a hard thing to do uh, several tournaments this year even some of the tournaments we won we did not have a limit we had four fish because we just couldn't find a find a fifth one and it, and it gets frustrating that's one of the things you gotta do you gotta stay it, it's mental it's a lot of it's confidence and mental i mean it's uh, that's where it is, and you get four keepers in the boat, and you think, oh, well, we caught four keepers in 22 minutes. It's going to be easy to get our fifth fish. Well, guess what? Two hours it's later. Six hours later, you're wondering why the crap we couldn't get a bite for the rest of the day when we caught the first four in 22 minutes. And and that's just the way it goes. Absolutely. What, uh, now, Trey, do you, you fish tournaments as well? I fished a couple, man. Not not. Nothing yeah, crazy. we talked. Yeah, we talked about that. You, yep. Your work schedule is a little yeah, difficult. Yeah, work so. schedule's kind of crazy yeah. at times. So I don't. I'm not always. I got two jobs, so yeah. can't always. Ah, sometimes I know how it is. I yep. just try to make it happen. Yep. So, uh, well, yeah. Speaking of tournaments, you have a you have a tournament you're putting on uh, April 16th, right? April 16th. It's going to be at Altona. It'll be on the Gatewood Ramp. Um, it's going to be called Beauty and the Beast tournament. And this is the first one I've done. And the reason why I'm doing it is because uh, several co-ed teams husband and wives have came to me and asked me about uh co-ed tournaments and i and i've decided to throw a beauty and the beast tournament this year and it could be you and your wife as long as it's co-ed a man and a woman in the boat i don't care if it's your daughter your wife your grandma your mama 
Whoever you want. Hey, that hits a little different, you know. That's, that's I, cool, I got a man. daughter now, so you yeah. Know? As long yeah. as it's uh, so a throw in the boat, yeah. you get in on it. And my wife the other day, it's funny you say that. My wife the other day, she was like, "I re- I really want to fish a tournament with you." And oh, there you I, go. And so I was like, "Hey, you know, we were talking earlier. Yeah. If you get the women involved, then they're not as mad at you whenever you go." So <laughs> that's, that's right. Win-win so, situation. My yeah. wife, my wife fished several tournaments with me, and she actually went over and fished under the AFS Alabama this year with me and. uh and, and we know from we talked earlier how hard it is to catch fish on a frog and keep them yeah. up out of the mat. My wife actually caught all our keepers, uh, or most of them that I remember. I don't even know if I caught one. but And, mm-hmm. it, and once again, I say it was great to see other people catch fish because she's yep. lost a lot of fish on a frog. And uh, I've always tried to put the braid on a spinning rod for her, and it just never worked out. But uh, she threw the bait caster this year, and she landed three in the tournament over there and lost a monster so and she loves it she'll go over and sling a frog all day because she knows that one blow up she knows what's going on i've seen it firsthand golly let's talk about uh the giveaway we have on facebook right now so yeah who doesn't want some free baits yeah we got some good baits we're giving away on uh on our facebook uh, all you had to do is guess the weight. So we're gonna we're gonna weigh these baits out real fast. What do you all think, right, honey? Nice. You like yeah, that? Let's do that. Yeah, so well, well, behind me we have the we have the screen, uh, the display for the scales. Uh, it will only pick up if it's over a pound. Yep. And the baits. So if you let me tell you, if you guessed over a pound on these baits, <laughs> well, you're wrong. <laughs> right. So sorry. So these baits are under a pound. But we made up a made up a thing right here that's one pound exact. We're gonna put it on the scale. With the bait, so anything over one pound is how much the baits are. That's All how right. much the baits weigh. So the first pound on there is is nothing. So uh, let's go ahead and put that on there. Trey, let's you mind? Uh, yeah. Let's put this stuff on there. We we'll use the guest tray. Go ahead. Let's see what the weights are. Point All right, four six. Point four six. So. If you guess point four six, you uh you won you a pile of lures right here. So we would definitely if you if you see it, reach out to us. Uh, that's how you're gonna win. You gotta reach out to us if you guess that weight uh, before Thursday, November. What is Thursday the fourth? November the fourth at seven p.m. So if you've already commented on there, you're gonna win these baits if you guess we the got right some weight. Good stuff over there, Spro. Yeah, strike frog. We've been talking KBD. about frog. Yeah, we got some spro frog. Yeah, yeah. So we have it right there. So. Well, let's also get into November. So we're in the first week in November, and uh, let's say you're going to go out there and do some crappy fishing. What are some things you would do? Well, with the water temperature getting lower and, um, you know, getting around the 60 degree, I would go out there and I would target, you know, like me and Michael do, we target docks. So I'm going to go look for uh, your pontoons and your old houseboats, and um, you want to shoot all the way up into them as far as you can into the shady part of the dock. and and uh and hang on and so uh yeah. right now you know you can always catch and push and pulling um but that's just not something that we do so we're gonna go find some brush we're gonna go in the back of creeks yep. right now they're gonna be in the back of creeks go find where dnr they put out all the christmas trees um fish go find those sites. fish attractor sites and uh have you be on there right they, now yeah huh? that's where they're gonna be so, so you think how, how long do you think they're gonna stay out there like how how long would all you fish at? winter long all if winter. you're out there where you can't feel your fingertips you're gonna catch a bunch of them. They're, they're gonna yep. be there. Yeah. So I know when I go up to Brushy, I love fishing Brushy. You fish that often? Oh, I love Brushy. Oh, brushy I love that is, place. is. What about you, Michael? Else. I fish more of the river than I do in Brushy. But, yeah. Uh, the river gets really. It, the river should be getting really good here soon. Yep. Uh, as long as the rain holds off. Last couple of years, the rain yeah, has really messed it up for me. 
and uh, don't get to get in there much. But if you can, uh, if you can hang in there getting hung over and over and over, it's it, you can right. catch a good fish. It's worth it, ain't it? It really is. You may so. have to take a cigarette lighter to your hook a little bit and heat it up, <laughs> sort of bend, bend out easy. That's what I do. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, what about you, Trey? When you get out there, what do you? What would you do right now? That's a little bit different approach for me. Kind of building up what he said, the fish and tractor sites. Yeah. Being a, being a co-angler, uh, I don't have a boat, so I, I beat the banks, man, and, and yeah. still have the banks, the docks. I think we've all done uh, that. Yeah, yeah. we've yeah. all done that. Still have the same success. Yeah, that's how we all learn. Water, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We all learn from the bank. One thing you like, it throws a trap. It's a good time to yeah. throw a rattle trap right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, if you're that's going out, yeah. Hey, don't just straight retrieve it. Yo-yo. Yo-yo. That's just a tip. If you're listening to the podcast right now, I'm going to give you a little tip. Yo-yo that trap and you'll get a lot of bites this year yeah and also yo-yo a jackhammer throw a jackhammer out there let it sit and just yo-yo it back to you and whenever i say yo-yo you're just going to lift the rod tip up let it fall back down lift it back up so and and what i use a lot of times which you didn't mention is a silver buddy it's the same same concept okay and uh i think lurches make some silver buddies i think they're the ones that kim carries and uh silver buddy catches a lot of fish of of all kinds yep especially in the winter time my wife will say it's all year bait because she she tells me I'm wrong every time she takes something out and I say that's for cold water and then she ends up catching big fish on it. Right, <laughs> that's the way it goes. But yeah, silver buddy actually it definitely catches fish in the cold water. I've caught yeah. I've caught fish on that yo-yo retrieve that I would have never caught, never even thought were there on a straight retrieve. Yep. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's he's been there firsthand for it. It's Absolutely. Well, I've never fished a straight retrieve with a rattle trap because the number one place I throw a rattle trap is uh, Gunnersville, uh-huh. and uh, you can't straight retrieve it. You're ripping it out yep. of grass mm-hmm. by yo-yoing it. So, so when you yo-yo it out of that grass, they definitely will eat it. For people that are listening to this, this is a good tip for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for it'll sure. it, it'll it'll heat up within the next couple of months. Uh, that'll be a good bite over there. Um, I'd also throw an A-rig right now. The A-rig bite's coming up, and so um, throw small. an A-rig around, you know. Um, Stay small. What about you, Carl? Uh, I would be throwing well, I'd be throwing a square bill, uh, lipless, spinnerbait. And the Ned rig. And the Ned rig. I'm always going to throw the Ned rig. I really am. Yeah, it, but, it's good. Uh, it gets if bit, the, if the water's wet, it's a good time to throw the Ned rig. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. <so. laughs> yeah. The water's wet. That's right. <laughs> So uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I would use, and I mean, uh, anything shad like small, know? small, small shad shad-like. colors. That's what I be throwing right now. So cause that's what the bass are feeding on. They're feeding on those school and shad. Three, three inch, uh, three inch bait, three inch yeah. bait takes yeah. like that. Exactly. I mean, I'll tell you something. Be out there re- your thumb. Them shad they're eating on right now. Yep. Tell you something that. really weird that I've noticed this year, and this is what I was talking about earlier when I was talking about patterns of weather and water uh, temperature. Uh, I saw a mayfly hatch last week while I was fishing the Tennessee River uh, in uh, the end of October, mayfly hatch. And then I saw a shad spawn this past weekend at Chickamauga. (laughs) Oh, man. So I I, I think they're confused, but it's happening. Yeah. I don't really know what to think about it, but it – I know I saw three a month ago. I saw you follow was posting that they're mayfly hatching, and Lake Wise had some late hatches. But uh, last week, you know what it's showing? It's going to be a cold winter, boys. Yeah, and you know I think we're going to be able to catch them good if you can get on them. So. If you can get on them, yeah, I, and I hope it is a cold winter. If you yeah, got ice coming through your guides on your rod, you're, you're at the right there. time. Yeah, you're That's out it. there at the right time. So, now, uh, Michael, so let's say you're going out fishing tomorrow, bass. What are you doing? 
Uh, like you said, small small swim baits. My favorite is the key. Uh, people say this different, but like Key Tech or Kai Tech. Uh, Kai Tech. I actually use the two point eight, which is really small, but man, yeah, the that's fish a harder eat one it. to find too. Though. Fish eat it. The two point eight. They do, and it's a, but it Jack's is harder bait to find. I got them. Don't yeah. be afraid to you drop that on crappy. crappy on them. Yeah, 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 you yeah. can. Yeah, you can catch them yeah. on it, but the, but the bass eat them, and even in the springtime, the bass yeah. were really eating that two point eight at Altoona. The, uh, several fish I caught in your tournaments were caught on a Key Tech 2.8 swim bait. What jig so, had you throw on there? Eight ounce crappy jig. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what yeah. I throw. You talking about A rigs? I don't throw swim bait heads. I throw eight ounce crappy jigs. It makes mm-hmm. the A rig mm-hmm. lighter and you catch more fish on them. And it don't wear you out throwing it all day either. Yeah, no. not as bad. Not as right. bad. So. All right. Well, I think we're going to call it a night. I appreciate uh, you guys coming on as our guest. So. Yeah, thanks, Trey. Appreciate sure. you being Absolutely. here. Michael, appreciate you guys having really me. appreciate it. Thanks, appreciate Michael. Appreciate you having me. So, well, all right. Well, we'll be back uh, next Thursday. We appreciate y'all. See you guys. See you.